0: Tempted and tried, we're oft made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long, while there He Cheer up.
1: Greetings and welcome to Farther Along. This service is an offering from Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, to assist your daily devotions through a series of meditations on Luther's small catechism. This eight-week series takes a few moments to reflect upon what God has given us to believe, teach, and confess through His humble servant, Martin Luther. Today's devotion follows the order of matins found on page 219 in the Lutheran service book. Matins is a traditional morning service that the Church has used in daily devotions for centuries. It focuses the mind upon the beginning of the day that the Lord has made. May the Word of God that will be shared in this devotion richly bless you through the Word incarnate, Jesus Christ. Amen.
2: O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to
3: help me.
1: Today's office hymn is built on the rock.
0: i Here stands the font before Church bells are ringing.
1: Today's small catechism reading comes from the Office of the Keys. What is the Office of the Keys? The Office of the Keys is that special authority which Christ has given to His Church on earth to forgive the sins of repentant sinners, but to withhold forgiveness from the unrepentant as long as they do not repent. Where is this written? This is what St. John the Evangelist writes in chapter 20. The Lord Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone their sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. What do you believe according to these words? I believe that when the called ministers of Christ deal with us by His divine command, in particular when they exclude openly unrepentant sinners from the Christian congregation, and absolve those who repent of their sins and want to do better, this is just as valid and certain, even in heaven, as if Jesus Christ, our dear Lord, dealt with us Himself. Today's reading from the Augsburg Confession comes to us from Article 28, Paragraphs 1-17. through There has been great controversy about the power of the bishops, in which some have terribly confused the power of the church with the power of the state. This confusion has produced great war and riot. All the while, the popes, claiming the power of the keys, have instituted new services and burdened consciences with church discipline and excommunication. But they have also tried to transfer the kingdoms of this world to the church by taking the empire away from the emperor. Learned and godly people have condemned these errors in the church for a long time. Therefore, our teachers, in order to comfort people's consciences, were constrained to show the difference between the authority of the church and the authority of the state. They taught that both of them are to be held in reverence and honor as God's chief blessings on earth, because they have God's command. Our teachers' position is this. The authority of the keys, or the authority of the bishops, according to the gospel, is a power and commandment of God to preach the gospel, to forgive and retain sins, and to administer sacraments. Christ sends out his apostles with this command, As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from anyone, it is withheld. And in Mark 16, 15, Christ says, Go, proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. This authority is exercised only by teaching or preaching the gospel and administering the sacraments, either to many or to individuals according to their calling. In this way... given not only bodily but also eternal things, eternal righteousness, the Holy Spirit, and eternal life. These things cannot reach us except by the ministry of the word and the sacraments. As Paul says, the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone that believes. Therefore, the church has the authority to grant eternal things and exercises this authority only by the ministry of the word. So it does not interfere with civil government any more than the art of singing interferes with civil government. For civil government deals with other things than the gospel does. Civil rulers do not defend minds, but bodies and bodily things against obvious injuries. They restrain people with the sword and physical punishment in order to preserve civil justice and peace. Therefore, the church's authority and the state's authority must not be confused. The church's authority has its own commission to teach the gospel and to administer the sacraments. Let it not break into the office of another. Let it not transfer the kingdoms of this world to itself. Let it not abolish the laws of civil rulers. Let it not abolish lawful obedience. Let it not interfere with judgments about civil ordinances or contracts. Let it not dictate laws to civil authorities about the form of society. As Christ says, my kingdom is not of this world. Also, who made me a judge or arbiter over you? Paul also says, our citizenship is in heaven. And the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Today's reading from the Holy Scripture comes to us from St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, verses 15 to 20. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Today's commentary on the gospel comes to us from St. Peter Chrysologus's sermon number 132. There are those who presume that the congregation of the church can be disregarded. They assert that private prayer should be preferred to those of an honorable assembly. But if Jesus denies nothing to so small a group as two or three, will he refuse those who ask for it in the assemblies and congregation of the church? This is what the prophet believed and what he exults over having obtained when he states, I will confess to you, O Lord, with my whole heart, in the council and congregation of the righteous. A man confesses with his whole heart when in the council of the saints he hears that everything which he has asked will be granted him. Some, however, endeavor to excuse under an appearance of faith the idleness that prompts their contempt for assemblies. They omit participation in the fervor of the assembled congregation and pretend that they have devoted to prayer the time that they have expended upon their household cares. While they give themselves up to their own desires, they scorn and despise the divine service. These are the people who destroy the body of Christ." They scatter its members. They do not permit the full form of its Christ-like appearance to develop to its abundant beauty, that form which the prophet saw and then sang about, You are beautiful in form above the sons of men. Individual members do indeed have their own duty of personal prayer, but they will not be able to fulfill it if they come to the beauty of that perfect body wrapped up in themselves. There is this difference between the glorious fullness of the congregation and the vanity of separation that springs out of ignorance or negligence. In salvation and honor, the beauty of the whole body is found in the unity of the members. But from the separation of the viscera, there is a foul, fatal, and fearful aroma. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God.
2: Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your And to the Holy Spirit.
3: Lord,
2: I love the habitation
3: of. love.
2: and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.
1: Thank you once again for listening to Farther Along, an outreach of Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. You are invited to join us each Sunday at 4201 Regent Avenue North right off the intersection of Highway 100 and 42nd Avenue. Just look for Jesus blessing the travelers along the highway. Our worship services are 9 a.m. We have Bible classes for all ages starting at 1030. Everyone is welcome to hear the Word of God as He seeks to bless you as you journey through this world. The liturgical parts of the service today have been taken from recordings of the Seminary Contrae from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Farther Along was recorded by Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. The hymn of the day has been taken from public domain sources and linked to the readings for the day. On behalf of Redeemer Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, I encourage you to be back next time to hear another edition of Farther Along.